And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio. And we have been blessed to have three of the best of the best living. Um, Kelly Smith, who we all know, um, Amanda Karolinko, and I'm still working on that last name. Got it. Holly Carr. Um, and we're celebrating Pierce County today. It seems like that we're doing that with with our seniors, and we have so many of our seniors that are with us, and certainly um, families that are loyal listeners to the program. And um, so we talked a little bit about what are families asking, what are their questions, how are they, you know, you know, how are they asking, and different things like that. Um, and you guys have a really specialized area of care that really I think is fascinating. And you have a concept called the cottages. Um, Amanda and Holly, why don't you kind of pick up the torch and talk a little bit about the cottages concept? Sure. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a philosophy and a format that we're really proud of. It is four cottages on the campus in the center of that campus is a courtyard and throughout the parameter it's all secured with a tall fence that keeps everyone nice and safe but allows them to have the flexibility to roam and have some freedom and experience a little independence throughout they can travel between cottages it's actually Suzanne it's actually made to mimic a small neighborhood mm-hmm. and it is in a in a size and a space that's comfortable for them that works for wherever they are currently, what stage or phase they might be in. And it's like being a private home. It's like you're you're at home. You're not in this big building where it's overwhelming and with, you know, like an institutional feel. It's a homey feel. It's a place where you can be in a scenario where you're comfortable and you're, you know that your loved one is, and it's in with a smaller group of people. How many people are in one cottage usually? Um, we can hold up to 20 residents in each cottage. So not very many. No, nope. no. Nope. And, you know, as Amanda was saying, they, there are four mm-hmm. cottages on the campus, and one of those is strictly administration. Because Care Partners has done a lot of research and, you know, the phones ringing, packages being dropped off, deliveries being made, that can be so overwhelming to somebody who is living with dementia. Mm -hmm. So um, they've really taken into account um, a lot of research when developing these communities. I love that. I love that. And having a separate courtyard area. You know, they can walk outside, they can, uh, and you're, you're in a safe environment. I know so many families that are taking care of senior loved ones and they have to, you know, bolt the doors and, and mm-hmm. because there's sometimes they put alarms on the doors. Yeah. 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 And yeah. even hearing the alarm has got to be just totally jarring for mm-hmm. a resident. So how do you find, I guess, if somebody is, has been in, let's say, another type of a community, and they come and live in the cottages with this new concept. How how are they embracing that? Everyone experiences that differently, um, depending on their past. We have a lot of a lot of positive experiences um, within the cottage. It's the the layout of of the rooms is a circle. There, everything's very purpose driven. It's got purpose behind it. It's uh-huh. very intentional, right? Um, down to the colors of the wall paint, um, being very calming and differentiating between doors and walls to helping them create pathways of just walking in a circle, not feeling lost. 
mm-hmm. or reaching a dead end. Everybody wraps around them and, and embraces them. It's um, not overwhelming. As Holly mentioned, there's a maximum of 20 residents. So it's just enough for them to feel like they've they found a little family. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and sometimes a blessing of the disease is they don't know they don't know that person. Right. And they can be, you know, allowed to express that vulnerability and in, in bonding with other people, you know, that's still taking place. It's, it's actually very rewarding and, and fulfilling to get to witness. Mm-hmm. And each cottage has their own living room also, which is nice. So we have our own common areas that we get to, to sit in and enjoy, and it's just really, really nice. And they can actually sit in and, uh, you know, visit or, you know, and, and obviously, now, when do they have separate apartments? Do they have shared apartments? How, how does that usually work? We have both private and uh, shared suites. Okay. Um, they uh, can choose um, which they prefer. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, you know, it's better to have a roommate. I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. Especially in a situation with Alzheimer's dementia. Mm-hmm. Um, I would 500% agree. Sometimes yeah. it's hard for the kids to wrap their, you know, for the Catch children to, to, to get there in that space and, and, and see the value that that holds. But mm-hmm. it's our job to explain to them the research that's been done, mm-hmm. that it is there. And we view it as a positive. Um, it's very comforting. It's, they're lonely in their minds. And the last thing we want them to do is be lonely in reality. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. And sometimes just rolling over in the night and seeing a person laying there is, is comforting us. Right, right. And I would assume, too, that, you know, just having that socialization is important because it's not so scary. You're not, in a, you know, waking up in a you know, room like after falling asleep, taking a nap because they probably take several naps a day. Um, you Can know, I add something? I don't know if you've ever noticed, I I did some research here a few years ago, and we actually did this with autistic children. If you ever notice autistic children, when you get them in in a group with other children who don't have autism, these children feel very isolated and very alone. You get them in a group with other autistic children and magic happens. Suddenly they can play together, not all of them, but I'm just saying as a group, you see something very different happen. It's the same thing with dementia. You get a dementia resident in with a bunch of other residents who don't have dementia, and their 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 differences stand out like a sore thumb, and they know it. And they you get them in with a group of other people that are also suffering from different forms of dementia, and once again, magic happens. Mm-hmm. Conversations happen. You see connections happen, and it's like the guard is 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 broken down, and they can and just, the filters are off, and so they say the most outrageous, horrible things. <laughs> It's the most beautiful thing ever, and we love it. I will never forget when my mom was in a memory care situation, and some of the things that would come out of her mouth and she'd say to other (laughs) residents, and they'd just like, whatever, and I would just like, oh, my God, I can't believe mom used to say that. But that's the thing about that's a different world that they're in, and certainly understanding that, you know, those things happen. I, You know, I always tell the Chinese restaurant story of, when we took my mother out to Chinese food, my mother was an avid follower of Emily Post, right? Remember Emily Post? Mm -hmm. She wrote the book of etiquette and manners. And a man walked in with a baseball cap on. And she never in her adult life, you know, when she was 100% with it, would have never, ever, you know, said anything, right? 
But because the filters were gone, she yelled out to him, young man, didn't your mother ever teach you any manners? You take off your your hat. <laughs> and he was very nice. He took his hat off. And I was I wanted to crawl under the table. And I just walked over and I said, I'm really, really sorry. I said, my mom has dementia. And he laughed and he goes, I kind of figured that. <laughs> he was very gracious. I bought him, you know, I said, let, let me, you know, buy your drink for you. And he goes, no, 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 you're fine. But the thing that was interesting is that that's the thing, the world, when you're talking about that, that's what their world is. There's not that I'm not going to say anything anymore. They say it and they come out with it. And this is an environment where being themselves is accepted. And this is what's going on. And I think a lot of us as family members, you know, can cringe or have had moments like the, my Chinese restaurant story with my mother, right? The same kind of scenario. We as family members need to understand that this is going to be a better way for them to be more authentic of who they are and certainly be in an environment. And so, you know, looking at where Care Partners is providing that opportunity, they can walk out in the courtyard, they can mm -hmm. do little things like that um, in the sunshine, they can sit in the sunshine, they can do whatever they want. Um, I definitely want to talk about activities and what that means to someone with dementia, but I want to talk a little bit of next segment, but I want to talk right now in last few minutes in this segment, as far as there are care treatments or methods of staff that are specially trained for those with Alzheimer's. Um, Amanda, you mentioned a little bit about music earlier. Tell us a little bit about what are some of the common practices when someone is in a community like um, the cottages? Sure. Well, also, in addition to just having, you know, um, music guests and, and big things, we also think the little things are important, Suzanne, just like um, for giving them that sense of a purpose and fulfillment in their life. A lot of things that are comforting um, to one person may not be to the next. Some ladies love folding laundry. We have somebody that will put away the laundry for the whole cottage because that's what she did. She loves it. If you dare try to stop her, it would just be devastating. Sure. So those things too. We even I need her in my house. <laughs> me too yeah, oh she's so gracious about it too so but that's what she enjoys doing and it's it's getting to know everyone on an individual basis and mm -hmm. seeing what what makes them tick mm -hmm. um some guys we have you know a tray with some nuts and bolts and you know and this the texture of that reminds them of their job that they used to do mm -hmm. and we really tailor it around each individual um as much as possible mm -hmm. you know from doing dishes they've got kitchen scrubbies and things like that that they've always had that make them feel like their self yes yes and you guys right now are running some move-in specials so holly why don't you tell us a little bit about those right now uh kelly i'm going to pass that on to you oh, okay <laughs> nothing like that throwing me under the bus sorry here we go <laughs> Right now, if you deposit in the, in the month of March for our memory care communities, we will waive the deposit. Our assisted living, you get a month off and you get to pick the month. A month, awesome. month of free rent. And, and you're going to soon be able to do uh, live in-person tours, I'm assuming? Actually, we're doing them now. And if you get a hold oh, of us, awesome. um, we're doing them now in select communities. And if you get a hold of us, you can find out which those, those communities that the governor has lifted those restrictions on. I love it. And so how do we get in touch with you? Again, what's your website? 
www.carepartnersliving.com. And if you go to the admissions page, you can see these beautiful people and their actual contact information directly. Well, and we're excited to have you guys with us and certainly um, looking forward to our next segment where we're going to talk about activities. Let's talk about when someone has dementia or Alzheimer's, what are the activities that are offered? How do they, you know, why are they important? And certainly Kelly and Holly and Amanda will be back right after this. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.